All right, what's going on, my peeps, my sports betting peeps? How does VIG free betting sound? Everyone out there can start winning a whole lot more money by betting VIG free. And you can do this by going online to betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. No VIG. The way they offer this is they pretty much act as a trader for you and anyone else in the country who wants a bet. So if you want team A minus three, there's going to be someone out there who wants team B plus three. Get rid of the VIG. You've got a matchup. That's how you win a lot more money betting sports. And frankly, I think it's more fun than the average sports book too. Online betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks. Online betteredge.com. Promo code SBD. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Happy Tuesday. Today is March 22nd. How's everyone doing out there? How's your week so far? On today's show, it is Concept Tuesday. So every Tuesday, do some conceptual topics in the world of sports betting. And uh, remember, Tuesdays are for beginners. Tuesday is for those new to sports betting, you know, those who uh, kind of just getting going, just understanding, and we cover all different uh, spectrums of topics on Tuesday. On today's show, we'll talk about information in these uh, public articles that I'm sure a lot of you get handicapping advice from. And uh, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, pay for picks or touts or anything like that. That's a different topic. I'm talking about websites that are public that you can go on to and find picks that people give out. And usually what these websites are, uh, they're pretty much leads to other websites that sell picks, right? Uh, I, I'm Today I'm going to talk about, uh, well, a couple different websites, but um, primarily uh, sportsbettingdime.com. Now it's not anything I typically have or necessarily have against sports betting dime in particular. This is more just, you know, they're an example of an article I found today for a game tonight that has a lot of information that I thought was relevant to today's topic, but they're not the only ones who do this. There are dozens and dozens of websites and, and, and outlets for people to get picks out there. And a lot of these picks are just average losing normal picks that are disguised as these great winning picks to either get you to come back to their website or to buy picks from their website or from uh, someone they work with. So that's what we'll talk about on today's show. How to start to be able to distinguish good information or winning information from a lot of this nonsense that uh, you get on these on these articles. So uh, before we get going, uh, if you like betting player props, you have to check out Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy offers the best payouts for player prop parlays in the industry. I mean, go compare it to DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM. For the sites that actually even offer player props, you're never going to get as good of payouts, or it's going to be very, very rare. The payouts are better than Thrive Fantasy. So check them out online, thrivefantasy.com. And the reason these payouts are so great, fixed payouts for parlays enable even average bettors to have winning or break-even bets with those payouts. So do yourself a favor, sign up at thrivefantasy.com or download the app. And remember, the important thing is to put in promo code 
SBD. That's going to get you a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. You put in 100, all of a sudden you've got 200. They'll match anything up to 100 bucks with promo code SBD. Online thrivefantasy.com or download the app promo code SBD. All right, so uh, I came across an article that led me to what today's topic is. And again, today's topic is about information. And the real problem is that there's so much bad information out there, but it's tough for people to dis- or to distinguish the good info from the bad info, because really there's not a lot of good info. And I'm not just saying that because I have a podcast or anything like that. It's because when you really live this every day and you really get how the industry works, you can tell the bullshitters from the non-bullshit. You know, the non-bullshitters, you can tell the real info from the the fake info. And let me tell you, a lot of this is nonsense what's online. So my whole point of today's show or a lot of what we're going to talk about is online handicaps that people offer. Uh, But before we get there, this is one piece of information that I found uh, going across just a different, you know, a few different things randomly online. And it's just a, a flat out wrong piece of information that seems correct. Now, this article that I'm starting off talking about right now is on professionalgambler.org. And it looks like it's this guy called J.V. Miller. Uh, J.V. Miller's professional gambler newsletter. J.V. Miller, publisher, chief handicapper, J.R. Miller, founder. So it seems like it's, it's you know, they're, they're trying to sell picks here with this guy, J.V. Miller, pro sports handicapper. The whole first part of the website, at least on my phone, is talking about this guy, J.V. Miller, how he's a pro handicapper, his history of killing bookies, why they're getting rich betting with J.V. Miller. And then he goes on to kind of talk about the percentages. And this is actually what gets confusing because a lot of this stuff in this article is accurate. For those who don't know better, a lot of this information just seems, I mean, why would you not take it at face value? It's professional better J.V. Miller, right? And again, a lot of this stuff is right in terms of desired winning percentage and realistic expectations and what real professionals go. Like that stuff's all true. But then a little bit down the page, it goes on to talk about the household. And I'm going to quote this article because it gets very confusing here. Okay. Quote. Every time a player wins, the bookmaker withholds slightly more than 9% of the winnings. In parentheses, $1 for every $11 risked. In parentheses, consequently, a better winning only half his bets will ultimately go broke. End quote. Okay. Now that's true. Ultimately, a better winning only half their bets will go broke. They just have the math wrong here. Every time a player wins, which, by the way, is every game because the book is going to have bets on both sides of every game. So every game, this says the bookmaker withholds slightly more than 9%. Okay, that is not true. The bookmaker holds half of that because they have to give the winnings back. Okay, Two teams are bet on. One team wins. You don't have to pay the VIG when you win. That's what this is implying. And this is what a lot of people get wrong. I've actually spoken with many people, some of them who you know claim to be good sports bettors or know a lot about sports betting, who have said this. Well, the house keeps 9%. The house keeps 10%. It's like, no, they don't. That's just wrong. And so for a website like this, uh, professionalgambler.org for some guy who claims to be a professional better, he doesn't even understand or uh, according to this, okay, according to what I read, there seems to me to be no understanding of simple math for how much the house actually holds. 
So when I'm reading this, I can say, well, this guy's probably full of shit. Okay. And look, if you look at his website, which looks like it was made in 1985, you could probably tell that for yourself. But, you know, and again, I've got nothing against this guy. You know, it's just, this is my opinion from what I see on the website. It seems like he's just an old school tout. I highly doubt he's got a, you know, some winning system and he's selling winning picks. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. I would assume he's not because when you miss little things like that, those are the details that separate the winning betters and really knowledgeable people from the rest, okay? And that's what led me to do today's show. Winning information is hard to come by and hard to identify. And you may say, well, Tyler, what are we supposed to do? We feel helpless with that. Well, keep listening to this show and other shows that you trust that have good information. And over the course of time, that's why we do a daily show. Hopefully you learn a little bit more each day and become a better sports better. That's the goal of this show. So misinformation is out there everywhere. And I, I want to talk next about a handicap for a game that I actually have tonight. So we'll call this a bonus pick, I guess, uh, if you listen on Tuesday. And this is an online uh, handicap and pick for the Devils hosting the Rangers tonight in the NHL, okay? New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. Well, I picked this article and I picked this game because I have a, I have a bet on this game. I have the Rangers at minus 150. And I picked this article because this article agrees with my pick. They also have the Rangers minus 150, but I'm going to go through and read some parts of this article and tell you why a lot of this article is bullshit, even though we have the same pick. And this is the kind of weird paradox of people selling picks in the world of sports betting. There's a lot of people out there who don't know what the hell they're talking about, but they'll have a lot of winning picks just like if this wins tonight. And by the way, no guarantee anything wins just because I'm on it or any other pro. Okay. But if this happens to win tonight, I, if I give the pick out, a lot of you are going to say, hey, nice pick, Tyler. You look smart. You had a 10-1-1 weekend. You kept it going, right? And and a lot of people who read this uh, sports betting dime preview and don't listen to my show and only read this, they're going to think, hey, sports betting dime. They know what they're talking about. They won with the Rangers, even though because we're on the same side, the way we got there was extremely different and I think betting with this information that's publicly available is over the long run, not a winning approach. So let's go through the article. And then at the end of the article, I'll tell you why I bet on the Rangers and the real difference here. Okay. So again, this is sportsbettingdime.com. As I said earlier, I've got nothing against sports betting dime. Uh, you know, like, like it's not personal. It's, this is not about them. There's plenty of other websites to do this. Uh, there are, is CBS sports line. There's winners and whiners. There's all these different websites that do this exact same thing. I just happened to pick this article because it was one of the first ones that popped up for a game I had money on. This article is by Brady. Oh God. Trent Narrow. Uh, yeah, Brady Trent Narrow. Let's go with uh, sportsbettingdime.com. So, uh, I'm not going to read the entire article. I'm sure you can find it yourself uh, if you want to online. I'm just going to read pieces of it. But uh, goes on, or uh, you know, talks about uh, the prices. New York Online Sports is this, blah blah blah. And it's you know, it, I think it gives you some good info. It says this is the money line, and which means this is the implied odds, right? Some good info. Uh, but then it's all right. So here's where the the handicap kind of starts. The Rangers are heavy road favorites against the Devils in the Tuesday NHL odds. New York has played very well away from home this season, posting a 20-12-2 record on the road. 
or excuse me, a 2012 and two road record. Furthermore, the Rangers just beat Carolina and Tampa Bay in back-to-back road contests. New York has also been very profitable when they are favored in the NHL. Gerard Gallant's team is 25 and five as the betting favorite in 21 uh, in uh, the 21-22 season. This is a sign that they don't play down to inferior competition, which is relevant with Tuesday's opponent. Okay, so those two paragraphs. While it's loaded with information, New York's 2012 and two, they got some records in there. This is a sign that don't play down. It really tells us nothing. It's a whole bunch of fluff. We can easily get this stuff, which we should do anyway every time we handicap a game, by just pulling up their record, pulling up their schedule, seeing how they've been doing lately, seeing how they do at home, on the road. This is basic stuff. Now, the fact that Gerard Glant's team is 25 and five is a favorite. You know, they're very, they've played very well on, 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 uh, away from home this season with a 2012 and two record. These are st- the reason I say. This is fluff, even though you may may be saying, no, Ty, that's good info. Well, it may be good info to get to know how good this team is away from home, things like that. But if it's this obvious, if it's something as clear and obvious as they're 25 and five is the favorite, New York, or they're whatever, 20, 12 and two on the road, the sports books understand that. The sports books know that. That is priced into the line. These are not things to bet on. Only time we ever want to bet on something informational like this, like a record or something like that, is when the market has it priced incorrectly. And I guarantee you, just because the team's 25 and 5 as a home favorite, that's not a reason to bet them tonight. That is priced into the market. That's not winning information. Okay? This article goes on to say, The Rangers are sitting near the top of the Eastern Conference standings, primarily due to one player. Goalie Igor uh, Igor Shesterkin is the favorite in the Vesna Trophy odds with a 38-5 record and 93.8 save percentage. Shesterkin is Tuesday's projected NHL goalie. New York has struggled with depth depth scoring this season, which is something that the team addressed in Monday's trade deadline. The Rangers acquired Justin Braun, Andrew Cobb, Tyler Mott, and Frank uh, Vitrano in four separate deals this week. Okay, so that's the end of that little section talking about the Rangers. Again, we learned nothing we didn't already know as basic handicappers. We should know all of that. They haven't told us one good, bettable piece of information yet. This article goes on, do the Devils offer home underdog value versus the Rangers? So, right, let's talk about the Devils a little bit. And then it says the Devils are plus 135 home underdogs, which is a 44.4 implied winning per- or implied uh, probability to beat the Rangers. It talks about their home record. It talks about their record as an underdog, just as it did for New York. Again, dry, vanilla, easy to find, easy to price information that's already in the market. And as we know, or as we should know, if information's already priced into the market, we can't bet it. There's no value left. Okay, if Aaron Rodgers is ruled out and the line's already moved nine points, you shouldn't bet on the Packer or against the Packers because, quote, Aaron Rodgers is out because the line's already moved. Now, if you learn Aaron Rodgers is out and you can beat the line move, then you can bet it. But if the information's already been priced into the market, you can't bet it. And you're telling me the market doesn't know how good the Rangers have been on the road, how bad the Devils have been this year, even at home. So all this information so far is is nonsense. It's completely meaningless in terms of good, bettable information. And then they go on to talk about the other obvious stuff, uh, save percentages. Oh, there's injuries on the Devils. By the way, it's, it's the NHL. There's injuries, okay? And then they give their pick. 
The Rangers Devils odds paint a picture of two teams. Well, there's a quote uh, in the article. Quote, the Rangers versus Devils odds paint a picture of two teams trending in different directions. New York has won back-to-back games against elite competition, while New Jersey has lost three straight in embarrassing fashion. This means the betting line should shift in favor of New York Rangers. Again, um, it didn't, by the way. It shifted towards the Devils because early money valued the Devils. (laughs) Okay, so that was wrong. But they're assuming, this. the person who wrote this article is assuming, quote, this means the betting line should shift in favor of the New York Rangers. They're assuming that should happen because New York's won back-to-back games and the, the Devils have looked bad as of late. And what has been the one theme of this show over the last few weeks? Don't let short-term sample size affect your bets or why you make these bets. It doesn't matter that the Rangers just won two in a row on the road. It doesn't matter that the, the, the Devils have lost a couple or whatever it is, uh, however many of the last five games they've lost or whatever, okay? What matters is this projection and this game alone. And as a matter of fact, I like to fade that sort of stuff. You get a good team who's lost a couple in a row, let's play on them. You get a good team who's won a couple in a row, one, three, four, five in a row, not the best time to play on those teams. So I hate this whole angle of one team's doing well, let's bet on them. One team's doing bad, let's bet against them. That's very square information. And then they go on to just find a bunch of bullshit trends, okay? The Rangers are 40 and 13, their last 53 games is a favorite. Meaningless. The Rangers are 5 and 0 in their last 5 meetings in New Jersey. Meaningless. The Devils are 20 and 46 in their last 66 games as a home underdog. You know why this is meaningless? The price is taken into account for all that stuff. Just like we say with your break even percentage, okay? If you're going to go 50% as a sports better and you're going to bet all games that are pick them, you're going to break even. It's not about your percentage. It's about what the what the market's charging. So it doesn't matter that the Devils are 20 and 46 their last 66 games as a home underdog. They're a home underdog. They're plus 120, plus 150, plus 200. That makes up for in the pricing. It's not about record. It's about pricing. And this is all, you see what I'm saying here? If you don't really understand how sports betting works or the inner workings or the, you know, what it takes to get a winning handicap, you may read this article and it may sound just great. And my point here at the end of all this is we have the same pick. This, I'm going to be careful here, this uh, guy disguised as a professional better or someone who knows they're talking about, pick the Rangers. By the way, at a much worse price than I got, I got the Rangers at minus 150. They paid minus 167, <laughs> okay? And it's widely available right now at minus 150. And the reason I got that price is because I knew to wait because I obviously understand the market a little bit more than this person. But my point here is I have the Rangers too. It's not about the pick. It's about how you end up at the pick. There's usually in most bets only two sides, team A or team B, right? Over or under. Just because someone has a four or five game winning streak or they're eight and two in their last 10 doesn't matter. I just went 10, one and one over the weekend. You know what? That shouldn't be expectation. Let's, let's have, let's, let's celebrate it. Let's, let's take our money and say, screw you bookies. We had a nice weekend, but I'm not going to now go advertise that and say 10, one and one jump on. We got the daily special only however much that doesn't matter. What matters is how we get to the handicap. How we get to the final destination. What's the process along the way? It's not these random stats. It's You know what I think happens a lot of times on these public uh, pick websites? I think these handicappers are lazy. I think they pick a side before this started. I'm assuming this guy looked at the schedule. He said, hey, Rangers have been playing well. They just traded for a few pieces. The Devils suck. I'm picking the Rangers. And then they fill in the blanks to justify that decision. 
And look, this isn't just my thought. There have been psychological studies done, which I think as a sports better, you have to understand human psyche and why we make decisions, why we want to make bets. And the study that was done, it was really interesting. It was, they showed people these pictures and it was one of two people. And all they were supposed to do is say who looked more trustworthy. This was the study, okay? Well, what they did is half the people, they went back and asked them all the correct, you know, all, all, why did you pick this person? Why did you pick this person? Why did you pick this person? And they gave the reasons. And then the other half of the group, they went back and said, why did you pick this person? Why'd you? But they lied about it. And they, they, they picked different people. So let's say, you know, that someone picked person A. Well, they would say, why did you pick person B to be most trustworthy? And they would just fabricate some reason in their head, right? Not remembering they picked person A. They didn't say, no, I didn't pick them. I didn't pick that. So what they did is they immediately made up some reason on the fly as to, you know, to, to justify their decision. Now, how does this relate to sports betting? Same thing. You could pick the Rangers just because they're a good team and they're playing a shitty Devils team. And then we just fill it in with all the blanks. And I'm not saying this is a big part of it. I'm not saying these people who put these articles out there are scammers. I'm not saying they're trying to pull one over you. Look, they may think they're doing the right thing. I'm saying this is more of a psychology point or a psychology point to where these handicappers pick a side. They think they're doing the right thing by finding these stats and these trends when really they're just reinforcing their own losing opinion and, and dressing it up. They may think they're doing a great job. This, this person who wrote this article probably doesn't think, <laughs> just got one over on him. He probably wrote that article. It's like, hey, there we go. Boom. That looks great. But then it comes across a desk with someone who knows what they're talking about. And it's like, nope, none of this is really good at all. So I don't think this is some coordinated effort. I don't think this is some, some scam, right? Necessarily, by the way, I could write an article every day for every team on every side of every bet. And I can find a lot of trends for both teams playing that make them sound like the right reason to bet. That doesn't mean that those are good bets. That doesn't mean that those are winning bets. Even if they win. That doesn't mean that. That's why trends are kind of bullshit most of the time. They generally don't have any bearing anyway, mathematically, but they sound good and they're filler for a handicap that doesn't have a lot of good information. And it sounds good to people who don't understand really what good information should sound like. And can I tell you an honest truth? This may not be what you want to hear. You may want to hear some really deep, amazing insight. Oh my gosh, I had no idea about those statistics or this or that. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, right? For me, I do so much of my work based on my computer and my models and math that for me, it's as easy as this. I projected the Rangers to be about minus 170. I had the chance to bet them minus 150. That presented me with a big enough perceived edge to make the bet. It's math. It's, a, it's, it's as clear and simple often the majority of the time as this is my number, this is what the market's charging. Honestly, I know that's not what a lot of you want to hear, but that's the process. That's the truth. That's how a lot of people do this. It's not about their five and one, their last six games against this team, or their 10 and oh, their last 10 night games. It's not about that stuff. And you, you, you can, you can, most of the time, assume that's going to be priced into the market anyway. That's why we don't like to bet informationally. It's already baked into the line. You're not going to win over 53% of the time, which is the only way to win profit if you're betting that way. Now, let me give you a way to approach these games where you don't have to have a bunch of math. You don't have to have these models because you may be a little 
you know, intimidated right now saying, well, what? So I can't bet now unless I have these models. Well, that's not necessarily the case. You can bet informationally if you disagree with the move and you can identify exactly why the line is wrong. Now, part of tonight's handicap, yes, part of it's math, why I like the Rangers, but it's also because I disagree with the market hesitation to upgrade the Rangers based on all these new players. As a matter of fact, I think the market may be downgrading the Rangers because they have so many new faces on the sideline tonight. It's tough with chemistry to just add four players and get them playing together immediately very well. But I think that what the market did is overreact based on that information. And I think that we're getting... Uh, New York at a re- kind of a cheaper price because people think they're not going to gel immediately. Now, missing players, what I've found is that when you miss or, or miss players, when you add players, I should say, uh, what I've found is that the propensity for defense to go up actually increases. And the reason why this is, is because of, let's use Andrew Kopp, right? Who just got traded from Winnipeg to the Rangers. Okay. This is a perfect example. A player who is rather aggressive, big point getter, big point scorer, top six forward. Well, he's going to be playing on the third line tonight. At least start off there. Well, what we're probably going to see is a little bit less aggressive Andrew Kopp, someone who doesn't want to get beat, give up a bad play his first night with the new team. So the higher propensity for defense uh, means that New Jersey, a team that usually only finds success against loose defenses, that's a bad matchup for him tonight. So those are winning examples. If you see information like that, if you see people talking about, well, here's what the market did, here's why the market's wrong, here's what they have priced wrong, and here's why I disagree, you can bet into that information. That's absolutely a winning way to present info. The only problem is you're never going to get that with these guys, with these websites, with these free picks. That good information doesn't exist there, but that's what good, good information would sound like. So when I come across articles like this, again, I've got nothing against Brady, Trent, and Arrow. I've got nothing against Sports Betting Dime, you know, but I want my listeners to be better handicappers and better, you know, intakers of information than the average sports fan. That's why I think people keep coming back. That's why this show is growing at the rate it is. It's good information. It's not bullshit. We're not going to come on here and lie about anything or say that we're going 70% or make it sound like winning is easy because winning is not easy in sports betting. It's extraordinarily hard, but it may seem easy if you pull up a website, pull up a handicap and you get bad information like that. So again, I know that it doesn't sound ideal, that it's like, well, Tyler, how do we handicap a game then? And I just say, well, my model tells me. You know, uh, if you want a tip to get going yourself, I would incorporate some kind of math and you don't have to come up with your own system. I would find a couple online sources that you trust, maybe use a conglomeration, right? right? Take four or five and, and mix them together. Uh, an example of this, I guess, would be 538.com. Okay, 538.com offers projections and predictions for NBA games and soccer games, things like that, okay? So go to 538.com, see what they say the percentage for whoever you want to bet on tonight in the NBA is, and then go to a different website. I think one that I used to use before I had my own model was uh, dratings.com, just the letter D, ratings. They have their own projection system. So come up with a, 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 you know, a collection and do an average, do things like that. You know, start doing your own homework, start finding ways that you think 
the market is wrong. Start finding ways to handicap games yourself. If you're just taking picks from other people, you know, maybe you feel better about it, but I, I promise you, it may seem like it's a winning pick dressed up on one of these websites with some, you know, supposed professional better and it's got all these numbers. It's generally not going to be winning info. Okay. So on today's show, I want you to take away that most of the information out there is not winning info. If you find trends, you find general stats that are easy to come by, it's not going to be great. It's these guys dressing up these handicaps to make them look good. What you want in a handicapper is consistency with the way they go about their business. And generally, you're not going to find that with public picks. You're going to have to either pay or listen to a show like this with a real professional who does this for a living. And if you do pay for picks, you know, I think it's very important to go and see why they're picking their games. Because if you don't trust how a person gets to the end of a handicap, I wouldn't bet with them long term. So... I hope you learned a little something from today's show. Uh, Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.